Hello, guys, and welcome, welcome to, to Happy, Happy Single, Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life, talking about subjects from self-doubt to business to baby father drama, sex and loneliness. I want to ask real questions to my guests about real single mummy life. Can you really be happy? And can you be happy as a mum in general? Every episode will deliver the best hard-hitting topics surrounding mummy life and the innate goal to try and find real happiness. So here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Single Moms podcast. I'm your host, Khalifa. Today we have a magnificent lady called Destiny and her Instagram page is called Destiny's Becoming without the G. She is a single mama and also an FX investor. So um, thank you so much for coming on the platform. Um, we just want to hear your story and how you became such a magnificent woman. So please tell the audience a bit about yourself and your single mommy story. Hello everyone. Hi Khalifa. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. So my single mother's story, I think like many of us, nobody sets out to be a single mom. Well, not nobody, a few people do, but I I definitely did not set out to be a single. I actually got married and I thought, yeah, I'm getting married. This is it. Yay. Yeah, it wasn't it, you guys. It really wasn't it. I um, quickly got pregnant, had the first baby when she was seven months old. I was pregnant again and found out some Mm -hmm. things that made me say, yeah, this is not going to happen. Not with me. It was bad. I mean, it was a whole list of things. But I think that week that my marriage ended, that was the week where I found out so much. And it was a number of things that would break the camel's back, as they say. yeah it was just mm, ugly (laughs) very ugly I don't want to say too much but he was already married to somebody else and there were other children involved that like if if you if if you if you lie enough to hide another human being that's a big deal for me so he he was already married to someone else and you didn't know anything about it at all him and his family painted a picture like oh yeah they, they they were just dating you know what young people do they live together but they didn't actually get married then it was like at some point and i found out there were two kids i was like oh hold on there's that's then it was oh no it's actually two it's actually three and at this point they already paid by bride price we'd already done our traditional wedding and i was already pregnant so i was like uh what do we do it was just lies upon lies upon lies upon lies upon lies anyway my first daughter well my first child was six no she was seven months old at the time and my son was 11 weeks in cooking. I said, yep, I'm not doing this. That's it. No more. And that was the end of it. That was the end of it. I just decided wow. I wasn't going to have it anymore. First of all, <laughs> I, didn't know what, I didn't know what I was walking into, right? If I had known, yeah. it would have been different. If you know the truth, then you can make up your mind, right? But if you're not given yeah, you the truth, like, 
you basically bamboozled me into marrying yeah. me. Yeah. So how how long were you dating before you we then went down the marriage route? Okay. Yeah, okay. But, and what about his friends and family? So you said that his friends and family were both part of the the, the thing big. Is, it was one of the those big... situations where you know, but everybody says, "Don't say anything. Don't say anything," because you don't. Yeah. Says something. Right. Yeah. And I I often still ask myself, like, how how clouded was I? Like, what was it that made me? Yeah. Not. Uh, there were opportunities where I could have asked certain questions and I didn't. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So obviously, I think that we live in it. I'm now like, oh god, ah, that was what they meant. Ah, you know, because then later on you sit and think, hold on, these people gave me clues, you know, but I just probably didn't yeah. take it because I just wasn't in that space, in that mental space. Yeah. But anyway, so what, this, what I was going to mm-hmm. say is that we live in an age now whereby we are, I think we're, we're big on titles and that a lot of times people say red flags. So there were no big red flags for you, even though you were given some sort of clue. There were red flags, but I just didn't see them. And I was somewhat isolated from my inner circle. Okay. Yeah, so when you're close to your inner, like your inner, as in close friends, of, it doesn't necessarily have to be family, but friends, certain people who can be like, hold on, but what's this? What's, you know, those comments. I think in my mind, I was just yeah. so, yeah, this is it. Do you know what I mean? I wow. Was, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. We'll get to yeah. this. So how did you, Life how did you manage? <laughs> <laughs> so how did you manage to like piece yourself together in regards to, because obviously you've just got married, you found out some stuff that you thought, oh my God, this is not the picture perfect marriage that I thought I was going to have. Mm. You've got one and you're pregnant with the other. So then what do you then do? Because oftentimes many women would actually stay. Yeah. I really- why, wasn't, why wasn't that an option for you? Because I'm not many women. <laughs> Girl, I'm, just, I love I'm that. not that person. I, the thing is, I can lie to people, but I cannot lie to myself. Right. Mm. So I looked at the situation. Okay, hold on. This is what's going on. Then I have a girl. No. I grew up in a broken home. I know what it's like to come from a broken home. So and even before Mm -hmm. ever having children and before marriage, I knew what I did not want for my kids. Right. I wasn't very clear on what I wanted, but I knew what I did not want for my kids, especially my girl. You know, I didn't want to raise a girl in a situation where she can see me being my half self, what example does that show yeah. her? What, you know, because many times, I don't know if you grew up in a Nigerian household as well, where you hear, don't do as I say. No, no, don't do as I do, do as I say. But excuse me, we're Indeed. not, like we're human beings. I will do exactly as you do. We repeat what we see in our environment. So I was sure that I did not want my children to be raised in a certain kind of environment, including the kind I was in at the time. So I was like, yeah, I have to make a quick decision. I don't know how I'm going to survive. But even if I have to clean floors, I will clean those floors. I'm not doing this anymore. And so somehow I just gathered the courage to leave. Now, two years later, I'm so glad. Oh, my goodness. Listen. Oh, I'm I love so that. I'm so glad I left. What? No. I'm wow. so glad I left. I'm much better off. My kids are much like, oh gosh, you should see my ch- We're actually happy. 
like actually happy like monday to sunday happy not just happy on certain days we don't come out to pretend to be happy to some people no like in our house in our kitchen we're running around the kitchen we're happy it's good vibes we are very very happy and i'm so glad i left leaving was it was a tough decision yes but once i left the immediate decision i make was i'm gonna take responsibility for myself and my children the second thing i said to myself was i will not be bitter i said no matter what happens i refuse to be angry i refuse especially because i was pregnant at the time so i said i'm not gonna be bitter i'm just gonna keep going and do what i have to do and i've been doing it so Yeah. yeah But then let's touch upon the fact that you said that you're not going to be bitter. How then? Because I speak to a lot of single moms and I know even with my journey, it took me at least 10 years to fully forgive and let go. And I, I said on one of my old podcasts that as soon as my son's dad left and um, he was like, I'm not doing this with you. I let as soon as he walked out, I let anger, bitterness, brokenness, anxiety walk into my life. And I was this bitter, angry baby mother, even though I hate that terminology. Mm -hmm. So how did you overcome your dark days? And yeah, how can you encourage other women that still feel angry about their current situation? Because like I said earlier, you didn't think that you would be a single mother of two. You thought you'd be married. You thought you'd have that, you know, Cinderella life that we're all sold as, as, (laughs) as young girls. So how did you overcome those negative dark seasons because it's not only days sometimes they're actually seasons absolutely so for me I think we have to realize that it's a journey right and so the bitterness thing I had seen bitterness close up and I'm very aware of the fact that the way you see the world is unique to you so If you were wearing glasses, you're seeing through those glasses. And if the glasses you're wearing are blue, everything you see is blue. Bitterness is bitter, angry, pissed off, right? So you could be in a happy room. Everybody's happy. Good things are happening. But because the lenses that you're seeing through is angry and bitter, you're going to... And you could see a newborn baby being born, a hummingbird being born, something beautiful, and just pick out the wrong thing. It's not even wrong. You just pick out something negative just because you just want to be angry and you just... I'd seen anger close up. I'd seen bitterness close up. And I just didn't like it. I still don't like it till today, right? And many times I think we forget that we actually can be responsible for the lives that we have. It's not it's not in front of our consciousness. Do you know what I mean? Like you grow up, you go to school. Many times we're told what to do, how to think, what to... Do you know what I mean? How many of us grow up being told you can? You can become. Mm. You can choose. It's up to you. Mm. You don't have to be... Like you can be in a terrible situation. Yes, they did you wrong. But where do you want to... Do you want to stay low? Because you can. Or you can rise up. Mm and get rid of those things it's not easy it's very very tough especially because it's not always in front of you right but for me saying I don't want to be bitter I wasn't really sure what I was saying but I understood that I'd seen a picture of bitterness and I did not want that 
right? Yeah, I had grown up, like, I, I grew up in South London. Like, we were right in our GCSEs and people were leaving the exam halls to throw up because they were pregnant. So single motherhood was around me. And so I was like, yeah, I don't want this, right? At the time, yeah. but I didn't, I, I, I was saying it because I thought it meant that you're not going to be happy. You're going to be sad. Nobody's going to want you. You're going to, you know, all the negative yeah. things that we see and we say. But the truth is, I can be anything and be happy. You can have that so-called picture-perfect marriage outside, but you're inside crying because you're actually not happy. <laughs> because you're actually yeah. not happy. So it can be the reverse. I can be very single and very happy, very satisfied, very fulfilled with my life. Do you know what I mean? So I knew that certain things outside don't define me. Don't define me. So you have to, from the yeah. inside, live out. Who are you? Who do you want to be? I don't want to be bitter. That's fine. Just decide that. Now, mm. let's go and find the resources to help me achieve that, you know? And so that was what I did. So, so weird, because I was going to touch upon mindset, because Thank oftentimes, you. even though, yeah, even though we know not to be bitter, maybe someone will mention a name or a song will come on and then boom, it will be reignited. Yeah. So then what resources do you use to actually shift your mindset to remove that broken-hearted girl mm -hmm. to... I'm going to make a conscious decision to be happy, not only for myself, because I want my children to remember having a happy mum. What resources did you use? I changed my environment. The mindset is very what? key. I'll talk, I, let me explain it like this, right? So the mindset is key. It's key. It's very, very key because we're being fed with these different things, right? So if you want a different yeah. outcome, you have to feed your mind with something different. Right. So when we go on diets, we know that we have to eat something different. It's the same with your mind. Let's say now I'm angry. I can change my state from being angry to being happy. How? From the inside in, yes. But I change my mental food. I've never really been a huge fan of TV anyway. But when I was watching TV, I would watch things that would edify me, that would add to me. Right. If I'm listening to music, I want to listen to the things that will bring me the things that I want. So I want to be happy. I want to be joyous. Da, 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 da. I understand the hard reality of life. Hello. I'm a human being too. Right. Like it's not easy it's not it's a hard thing and what i mean by i changed my environment was i stopped listening to the people who i used to listen to that were feeding me those negative things when i became single and when i became single while pregnant i had certain friends that would be like oh oh yeah i got rid of that sorry that does not serve me right now at least you had friends i lost friends when That's i was pregnant i was I like i'll be calling because... people up like, uh, no one picked up <laughs> listen but because here's what here's what it is when people say to you oh i feel sorry for, and you say don't feel sorry for you don't do then they almost take a step back like oh who does she think she is you know what i mean that happens but you have to somehow find the courage to say no i i'm deciding that I don't want bitterness. I don't want anger around me. I don't want an environment where everybody's feeling sorry for me because I don't want you to make me feel sorry for myself. I know the situation is bad. I know it's terrible. Mm. I'm the one in it. So now you want me to entertain your own emotions too? Come on. So I lost friends in that way, but I also gained friends. The friends that I gained were YouTube motivational speakers. So today, like I, I refer to Steve Harvey as my uncle. I'd be like, Uncle Steve. <laughs> Honestly, I talk about Eric Thomas. I say Uncle E. 
you know, I started listening to these things. Day, like, I'm talking hours and hours and hours in a day. I'd listen yeah. to not just positive, but things that will push me. Do you understand? Things that will grow me, things that will motivate me. I said I'm taking responsibility, right? I don't know what that is. What does that look like? Because sometimes you can sit down and be like, oh, they did this to me. They did this. Yeah, but what did you do? I realized I'm the one who let this guy take the piss. I'm the, so I had mm. to call myself, I had to be accountable to myself and say, look, what was wrong with you? How, yeah. like, why, why did you let him do that? You saw those signs. Why? So I had many conversations with myself, just like I'm saying, having a conversation yeah. with you now to say, well, you didn't want this, but you allowed it in your life. And I had to forgive myself. Oh my goodness. I really had to forgive myself. And it was many nights of crying, many nights of praying, many nights of, like you said, some friends left you. I would call some people who I called 2 a.m. Till today, they haven't returned my phone call. (laughs) You know, it it wasn't an easy situation, right? But God just brought the right people around me, you know? And all I needed was one or two right people around me. But then I had to make sure I don't rely on them. I lean on God, but I'm responsible. Me, me. So if somebody did something wrong, I'm accountable. Why did I allow this in my life? And sometimes I still ask the question, so why does this person talk to me this way? What is it? What what vibe am I giving to them to make them think it's okay to treat me like this? The people only treat you how you allow them to treat exactly. you. So, so I had to yeah. have responsibility of that and say, yeah, you messed up, sis. He messed up too, but yeah. so did you. And once I came to yeah. terms, I love what you said because I think that that's an accountability that I don't often hear from us single moms. I took accountability that do you know what the person that I was then, I needed someone so badly that I would accept so A, B, and C. Do you understand? And reading books, growing, praying, meditating, and stuff has taught me that do you know what? And the problem now that I face is that make sometimes when you do too much growth, you go to the extreme that whenever someone comes along now and you're like nope you're not reaching that kind of standard that I want you're like uh, to the well, left to the okay. left so that's okay because what you don't yeah. want to do is somebody to pull you down lower your standards right? definitely and do you definitely. know that it's easier for someone to pull you down than for you to pull them up think about the is easier than the push up so that push up you have to be very careful who you have around you you're reading the books about mm. growth you're listening to the messages you're going to the seminars or talking to the different people if you go back to the same old environment that left you low where you are, best believe it won't take time. Yeah. It won't take time. And oftentimes, like, yeah, oftentimes I think that we as women, we're, we're like eagles, but we, we date chickens, you know, and we need to, honestly, like we're like eagles, but we date chickens yeah. and we need to know who we are, yeah. what we yeah. are and what we bring to the table, as they like to say in this 2022, what you bring to the table and ultimately realize that even if, and God had to tell me this, that even if you do not get married and get this picturesque life, you can still have a life you can still have a fulfilled life and you can still have a happy life like having a man Mm -hmm. yeah having a man doesn't define you and I have always said to my girlfriends that I would hate to get to where I want to be in life and see the caliber of men that are there and then I'm stuck with Raekwon or Sean or Bobby that's still wanting to pursue his rap career (laughs) at 47 right 
<laughs> you know you. so I my thing you. is that like it's difficult being patient it's hard but sometimes the best meals like the same way we wait so long for Christmas meal are the ones that take time, that yeah. take its time there's a reason why fast food is called fast food and oftentimes I find that the men that we date in our youth are actually lessons that we need to learn to know the kind of standards that we would never ever go back to so I'm glad I'm I, the lesson was painful Lord Jesus but I'm glad I went through the fire and through the wire kind of thing so what would you say to your younger self like when you first got to your single motherhood stage what would you have said to, to that to that destiny in comparison to who you are yeah, now I'd say it's okay to be different it's okay. Mm. It's okay. I was made to feel so odd when I was younger. I sometimes I still feel it now, but I'm like, yes, yeah, so what? It's okay. I'll be the happy person. People are like, why are you so happy? What's why are you so upset? What is wrong with you? I actually remember a family member saying to me, Oh, please, you're always in La La Land. You should come over to La La Land sometime. It's great out here. It is fantastic yeah. in La La Land. You know? I didn't really have my voice. I didn't understand that I am who I am. And actually happy is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. People are much more comfortable with you being negative than being happy. Why do you yeah. think I'm lying, that I'm smiling? Like, I, like I'm actually happy. <laughs> so I'll tell my younger yeah. self, it's okay to be different. It's okay to be you. They don't have to be your... Fr- in fact, the fact that you don't fit into the wrong clique is a blessing. Because what yeah. you don't want to do is mask who you really are only to fit into them and realize they're not even happy. They're not even... Like, they want yeah. you to be... like they, They're that way because... Do you know what? Also, I'll tell myself, don't compare yourself to people. <laughs> don't compare mm. yourself. Because then, I'm happy, but I feel odd. And I'm being hard on myself because I want myself to be better. But then everyone's like, yeah, but it's okay. It's like, oh, just don't, don't worry about yourself. No, I can be better. So I want to push mm. myself to do better. But if I'm around the wrong people, they're going to have a problem with that. So for me, I'll definitely tell myself, it's okay, my younger self, it's okay to be different. And if you're wrong, it, it's possible that you're in the wrong environment. So change it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I think... Oh, yeah oftentimes as well I think we are so afraid of of because we've we've always been with the let me go back to the chickens analogy as friends we've always been with the (laughs) yeah so then we're used to not realizing that we can fly and then when we try and attempt to fly people will try and pluck our pluck out our wings so I think that and I've said to a lot of single moms that, look, being a single mom is the hardest thing you'd ever have to do. And it's the bravest thing you ever had to do. So if you can jump this hurdle, there's so many other hurdles that you can jump. You just have to believe that you have the capabilities of jumping them. So just just go for it. If you have to be alone for a period of time, be alone. Be alone to the point whereby you can have friends around you that can encourage you, that can support you, that can push you to where you want to be. You don't want to call your friends and they're just discussing Love Island when you're talking about, look, I'm having financial difficulties. How can I get out of debt? And they're like, oh, go and date a rich guy. Like, that's not a, that's not a good plan, financial really plan isn't. for the it's rest of my like, life. Mm. You know? <laughs> you know? So... Yeah, you can be alone. And the thing is, it's a seasonal thing, you know. 
fingers crossed God would send people around you that will be there and there are platforms like podcasts and Instagram and Facebook groups whereby you can actually meet like-minded exactly. people and connect yeah you know, I used to go on Eventbrite and go and go to events like by myself. Yeah. You know, I had the book. One of my friends had a book launch and I messaged my friends like, oh, do you want to come? And no one wanted to go. And when I told you I went by myself and I made so many connections, it was unbelievable. So just be the be a Beyonce, even though she's not I'm not really a big fan. of, But be a Beyonce, be, be a solo singer and and run this it's shit okay. and it's okay right it's okay like you're not you're not crazy because you're different from your friends you just need new friends and yes okay. definitely you know i used to do the same so thing i remember when I, I was younger like i would be that person to go to the movies by myself for example the thing is growing up nobody like we almost feel as if there's something wrong with being alone and that's actually a problem because it's in yeah. the times when you're by yourself that you really discover who you are. If you're yeah. with people all the time, you're trying to be like them. Right? So yeah. that means if you and happen to be born in the wrong environment and you're with drug dealers all the time, then you're going to be your one. But hold on, just spend some time alone. Actually discover what you like. Discover what makes you excited. Mm. Discover what makes you tick. Do you understand? Yeah. The road to self-discovery, honestly, is beautiful. It can be scary, yes. But come on. So you don't like you, but you want to give you to somebody else? Ooh. How is that even right? So I, like, I don't like being mm. alone. I want to be alone with somebody. But then you might be ruining their happy party with your draining self. Do you know what I mean? So for me, yeah. I really... Like, even though I used to spend time, a lot of time alone before marriage, even after now, like, so when, <laughs> funny story, I literally gave birth and the week I gave birth, this lady came to my house, a friend of mine at the time, it was still, still to, to this day. And she goes, okay, I've got this guy, I've got this guy. I was like, what? What? Uh, let me hear oh, what <laughs> Now, two years later, I'm now like, mm, maybe I can entertain the idea. But I deliberately said no to a relationship. I need to spend time on my own. Let me figure who I am. This is destiny redefined. Let me figure out who I am as a mother, as a mother to a boy and a girl. Oh my goodness. When I found out I was having a boy, I was like, what am I going to teach a man about being a man? I can't, I, I, I don't know anything about being a man because I'm not a man. Do you understand what I mean? So it took me, and it's still taking me time to be like, okay, hold on. I need my space. Then I need my space mm -hmm. as me as a mom. Then me as a single, like, mm -hmm. no, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I believe I believe that we as human beings we're like we're like um we're like onions. We we have we are very very we've got many layers, and the longest relationship that we are going to have in life, whether you're in a relationship or with your children, is with yourself. You like it, so you have to. Get, you know yeah, yourself. you get you have to get <laughs> a space where you enjoy your your own company. You enjoy your own thoughts because I we we can choose our thoughts. You know, yeah. I read somewhere. I think it's like we get like three thousand thoughts a minute or something crazy like that I can't remember the full study but you can actually choose your thoughts and hence why I named the podcast happy single mom podcast because when people saw me happy they were perplexed and I was like why sh what should I be sad yeah. like uh I, the math is not math in. right, <laughs> right. But, but I wanted to touch upon the money okay yeah because one thing I find as a single mom and even 
today I had a bit of frustration because my gas bill is just friggin' high. Like, how have you managed to shift your mindset in regards to being a single mom and um, handling your finances? Because I think that that is a massive pain point for a lot of single moms, especially with money, because it's just one income, you know? So how have you managed that? Listen, I literally had to take lessons on this is in the beginning especially I had to take lessons on hold on I'm used to my like I liked my L'Occitane I liked my Jo Malone's I still liked my Clarins I still liked them but for a season I had to look away do you know what I mean Mm. I realized oh Asda actually has a basics range and it doesn't smell bad so oh (laughs) so I could use some essential products and it's okay, right? So you have to be intentional about everything you do, right? Because at one point there were two incomes. Now there's only one. How will it stretch? <sighs> I remember taking a lot of deep breaths. I don't know if you guys know of, um, I call him Uncle Dave, but his name is actually Dave Ramsey. He has a snowballing, yeah. um, he has this university thing that he does about finances, but he really became my financial mm-hmm. educator. I used to watch his shows a lot you know really learning how to survive on rice and beans and beans and rice that's what he says you know so I had to take Mm -hmm. a season to really cut back really cut back now things are very different because I'm used to it now I know I can rely on myself right and I know that if I have a certain amount I know how to just plan ahead and you have to become a good planner you really do Mm. and the thing is everything in life is perspective going back to that mindset again everything in life is about the perspective if you see lack if you think lack and you see it guess what you're going to be living in do you know what I mean yeah and it's hard because we're living in an environment where gas bills are going high this utility like that's what we hear every day this 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 yeah who are you saying you are behind closed doors how are you defining yourself so for me at the time, I was on a 50k salary and I thought, oh my gosh, it's never going to be enough. <laughs> but then I really began to find joy in finding deals. Right? Okay. I would go for the cheaper option and it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Right. So yeah. I was able to save up, pay a lot of, because I was in a lot of debt during the whole marriage time. Um, so coming out of it, very, very, I had to be very, very intentional. But the funny thing is, I then began to think of ways to increase my income. And I traded, I don't know if I told you my trading story. I had traded years ago, made some good money, but then lost some good yeah. money. So I was like, nah, this isn't for me. So I stopped trading. But at the time, I remember reading some books about mindset, about your emotions, just books to help you be in the zone and all of that. So I was like, mm, let's go, to, go back to this zone thing. So for years, I didn't trade anymore, but I always knew that I was, I'm the kind of person, if I say I'll do this, it will get done. I don't know how at the time, but it's possible because somebody else is doing it. So if I can have a conversation with them about how this gets done, I can learn to do it myself. So I picked up trading again, but before then I would look at my outgoings it's literally as simple as look at your outgoings compared to your incomings and just try and figure out what you can cut back right it's not always Mm. easy but it's actually a simple thing right what are you holding on to emotionally that you don't have to hold on to 
get some help and get mm. rid of it. Sorry, it's not serving you. So it's possible to get rid of it. So initially I looked at, I literally had to take a lesson from a lady who I know is a master at budgeting and by finding deals. I took a few lessons from her, you know, sorted myself out at the time. By the time my son was born, which is about seven, eight months from that time, I realized, oh, it's possible. You know, so where I used to eat out maybe four or five times a week, I stopped. I was only eating out once a week. Where I used to spend a lot of money on toiletries, I reduced it. I looked at my house at the time. I was staying in a two-bedroom flat. And I wanted more space for my kids. I wanted a bigger... I wanted a garden. I'd never had a garden before. I wanted a garden. I just wanted more for myself and my kids. So I did research. Like When I say you have to be intentional, be clear about what you want. You know where you are now. How do we get from here to there? And let's get to work. That was exactly what I did. So um, now, two years down the line, we're now in a much bigger place. We actually have a garden. It's beautiful, you guys. I have an office in my home, you know. But I was able to achieve those things. One, being intentional. finding, Also finding ways to increase my income. And for me, that was trading. I picked up trading again. And I was like, okay, this is actually possible. If I can sit down and learn this thing properly, then I'll know what to do. But hear this, because I had come through that season of I'm a victim to changing my mindset to I don't want to be a victim. I want to be a victor. Okay, let's change that. So as I took these Mm -hmm. small steps and began to take ownership, take responsibility, be accountable, make quick decisions, be able to rely on myself to make the right decisions. When I started to do these things, I realized it actually impacted my trading a lot. It made me a much yeah. better trader. So now I've been able to leave my nine to five. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Right. And I'm able to make consistent income from the markets. It goes up and down, yes. But if you plan yourself properly, it's very possible. Very, very possible. And I'm living that dream now, right? Is it easy? No, but we keep pushing. It's the same thing. So now that I'm able to not nine to five, I can spend more time with my kids. I can be at home a lot more. But I can also have moments where I give them to a lovely nanny and say, bye, kids. It's my time now. Yay! (laughs) You know, I can really do me. So I'm in a much big... When I say my environment has changed, everything Mm. has Everything has changed. Only very few friends from before are still friends today. Wow. And it doesn't mean we argued or we had fights. No, it was... The thing is, once you start growing mentally, it just falls off. You don't even have to tell yeah. them, let's not be friends. They're, they're going to stop inviting you to those things that they used to invite you to because they realize that, ah, oh, yeah, the last few times we called her, she didn't want to come anyway. She's changed it. Let them say what they will say. Here's the thing. If you do good, they'll talk. If you do bad, they'll people will talk anyway. So just do you. Anyway, yeah. Right? So the more I kept growing, I kept pushing myself, aiming for better, wanting more, and realizing it's okay to have more. Like, who told you you're a single mom so you have to settle? Mm-mm. I can decide the kind of life I want and I can actually go for it. It's possible, you know? So the more I kept pushing, I realized, ah, the same principles that helped me get my happy back from being a single, as being a single mom, it's the same things that is helping me be profitable in the market. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Even as I talk about it now, I'm just like, why do we not hear this in society? 
Why did he? It's but we a lot of people need to echo it in regards I'm to because I think to that we echo this now, right? So I then got to a point where I was like, <laughs> do people actually know this? Do people actually hmm. know that you can choose to be happy and be happy? You can choose to have a better life and actually have a better life. You can choose to change your environment and actually do it. At the time you're saying it, there's work involved. Steve Harvey says that the dream is the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. There's always going to be a hustle. There has to be. You don't say you want to become a doctor and then they give you a... a what do they use? Knives or those things? Say, yeah. okay, here you go, go and operate on somebody. No, there's a process for it. You go to school, you learn, year one, year two, year three, year seven, or however many years it takes to be a doctor. The fantastic thing mm. about trading is you can learn to become a profitable trader in a time that you decide it depends on your because you can you can decide how quickly you want to grow right if you say that um, i'm going to become a doctor in five years yeah but the program is seven years so you have to do the seven years with trading yeah it's not as quick as people say oh quick money quick money that's a lie there's a process right trading is 15 percent charts and the rest of it is mindset is who you are. Because if you're bitter, you're bringing that bitter to the chart. So if you see a fantastic opportunity, guess what you're going to call it? It's the wrong one. And you're not going to take it. Then you're going to say the strategy doesn't work. No, it wasn't the strategy. It was you. One of the courses that I took, the guy's in America and he had weekly coaching calls. And bear in mind, I'm a new mom of two young kids. I used to wake up at 2.30 a.m. every day of that week when he had the class. And I would show up. 2.30 a.m. I'm tired. I had my nine to five at the time. But I would still wake up one day in the week or two days a week when he would do do the call. At 2 a.m. I was up with my kids sleeping on the bed. Sometimes I'm nursing one and I'm listening. To, that's that. I'm saying that to say it wasn't easy. I had to be dedicated. I was tired many times. Coffee. I don't know how much coffee you're supposed to drink or not drink when you're breastfeeding, but hey. <laughs> Your kid will be buzzing. <laughs> right, but I drank a lot of water, so it's okay. Yeah. Um. So now that I'm, I understand what I'm doing. I've been prof- profitable for a while now. I'm like, oh, hold on. I put a course together. And so my course took off. Of course, I learned the good things, but I also filled in a a few gaps that I saw. If I had probably one-to-one sessions when I was trading, because with the courses I did, you had to pay for extra. So, But with my course, you pay Mm -hmm. one time, that's it. You have access for six months. You get one-to-one sessions. You get the weekly group sessions. You get access to a lot of resources, resources that help you really deal with you and your decision-making style and the way you see things. The thing is, you can become a fantastic trader, but you can become. It takes time. If we take that word out, become. That process... Mm -hmm. You have to go through with it. You have to keep going in the process. Many times we trade and we're like, oh, this is hard and leave. But if you had just kept going, if you had Definitely. just kept going. So, of course, I'm encouraging my students, motivating all of us, including myself, to keep going, yeah. keep growing, you know. So my course is designed to fill in some gaps that I saw in my learning days. 
Brilliant. So where can people access this course and where can people also find you, amazing woman, on social media? Yeah, I'm on social media. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm called Destiny's Becoming. And so there's a platform where from the website, from Instagram, you can click and get to um, the link. The link is there to purchase the course. I also offer one-to-one sessions. You can purchase that as well. But yeah, that's where you can find me at the moment. No, it wasn't fast. It takes, you take it one, I, I do one day at a time, just like you do one day at a time. Yes, yeah, and steady wins the race. Clearly in front of me. And in mm-hmm. everything I do, I'm always asking the question, is this taking me closer to my goals or further away from it? Mm. If it's taking me closer, I keep going. If it's taking me away from it, sorry, it doesn't matter who you are. Bye. I'm not doing it. Or... If I'm pouring into you and you're actually not wasting my time, (laughs) right? So if we're not growing, what's the point? (laughs) What's the point? Definitely. Yeah, I'm going to keep growing, keep loving me, keep loving my kids, keep doing what we're doing and just keep growing. Mm That's brilliant. Well, Destiny, thank you so much for taking out the time to come in on the Happy Single Mom podcast. You. You, your story is amazing. The fact that you have just overcome every obstacle that has been thrown in your way, but ultimately you have renewed your mind, like the Bible says. You have renewed your mind and you've decided that, do you know what, I'm going to fight and not only for you know, for your life, but for the sake of having happy children and having children being able to see a happy mother. So yeah, thank you for being able to be, for being a fighter and encouraging other, other single moms that might come your way because your daughter will thank you that you chose you and didn't stay in a relationship that possibly wouldn't have benefited you emotionally, financially and mentally. So yeah, you did that, girl. I'm still doing it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking that. at you. I'm looking at you for encouragement. And we just keep paddling, paddling one step at a time. Yes, exactly. But that's what I feel like. That's why the community is there, just to encourage each other. Yeah. Sometimes just to mess around, sometimes to vent, but just to be there. Because sometimes in life, we feel like we are alone, innit? We're not. You think, you know? yeah. And I remember seeing somewhere it said that, um, people should have a bowl I think it was like a hundred people they should have a bowl and everyone should put in their problems and then when you pick up someone else's problem you're going to be like uh-uh uh-uh I want mine back yeah so ultimately we and the thing is that's why the mindset is so important because we think that our problems are just the they're amplified and but then when you think about other obstacles that you've overcome you're like if I got over that I I can get Mm -hmm. over this and if I got over if I can get over this I can get over something else that comes Mm -hmm. our way and the reality of life is as shit as this might sound is that life isn't always smooth the same way we go to the beach and waves are up and down and up and down that's the trajectory of life. That is life, you know? So the, 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 the nuance that we have in our minds that life is just going to be perfect throughout Mm. is a big lie. So what you need to do instead of letting the wave consume you is to ride the wave. You have to ride the wave of life. It's a trading term. Do you trade? (laughs) No, not yet. Not yet. I'm thinking, I'm I'm thinking about it. I'll give you a discount. Oh, oh, actually, I wanted to mention, I would love to give anyone who wants to come on the course, I would love to offer you a discount. And of anything I sell, 
anybody coming from your platform, you can get a discount for sure. In fact, she oh, make the discount okay. Khalifa. Oh, yeah. awesome. Okay, yeah. brilliant. Thank you yeah, so much. So guys, learn how to grow our money so that you can become better. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for taking out the time to listen to the Happy Single Moms podcast. I just want you to know I really, really appreciate your support from all around the world. And to you, single mamas, you are doing it. Well done. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping strong. I also would like to add some exciting news. I have my first official journal, many more to come by the way, on Amazon called She Wrote It Down and Then It Happened. Hence why I wrote down the fact that I was going to be a podcaster and it actually happened. So you can access it on Amazon. She Wrote It Down and then it happened by Khalifa Araba. I would love, love, love to connect with you all on social media. We have a wonderful tribe there. It's um, called the Happy Single Mums Podcast. So please connect with me. Send me a DM and I would love to speak to you. If also you would like to be on the podcast, please send me a DM and we can organise it. Carry on keeping strong and you're keeping your head up. I love you. We love you as a community. Take care, Khalifa. Bye.